Frustration is an invitation to take inventory of your life and do something different. You're listening to the Redefining Wealth Podcast with Patrice Washington. This is the space that you come to each and every week to learn more about what it means to chase purpose, not money. And I know that is so weird because if you know anything about me, I have been known for well over a decade. It's actually going on like 15 years now as a personal finance expert. But here is what I've learned. I have learned that wealth is so much more than just money and material possessions. And now I am known as a top 25 person in personal development because I am on a mission. I believe redefining wealth is a movement to teach people, you purpose chasers all over the world, that wealth is really what the 12th century definition of wealth says it is. And that is the condition of well-being and happiness. And that means that as you pursue your financial wealth, you want to make sure that you do it as holistically as possible because there are other parts of your life, we call them the pillars, that impact how you connect, relate, manage, maintain, sustain your financial well-being. There's other parts of your life that are impacting that even when you're not thinking about it. So if you want to know which pillar you need to start this journey with for yourself, I want to encourage you to go to patricewashington.com, take the quick two-minute Redefining Wealth quiz, and it'll tell you. And just start to do the work in that area. And if you're really feeling good, follow it up with Redefine Wealth for Yourself, my last book, and it'll walk you through exercises and interventions and stories and client stories as well, my stories and client stories that are going to support you in doing the work in that particular pillar. But before we get into... This week's episode, which is called You Are Meant for More, it is the theme of Redefining Wealth Live, my inaugural conference, three-day transformational event um, in October. Before I get into why I themed it that and how you can tell if you are meant for more, because I want to give language to what this feels like in your spirit, let's do the affirmation of the week, and then I'll be right back. You know... You got to speak positivity into your life, into your day. You got to affirm positivity. You got to affirm abundance. You got to affirm yourself to wealth. I deserve the more that I desire. I am worthy of abundance, joy, and success no matter how much I have already accomplished and what others have already applauded. My new dreams and aspirations are valid and attainable, and I am committed to achieving them. With unwavering determination and self-belief, I embrace the limitless possibilities that lie ahead. I am open to receiving all of the blessings and opportunities that align with my truest desires. Declare with me today, I deserve the more that I desire. So what does it feel like to know that you are meant for more? This is a question that I posed in one of our bonus calls that I've had for Redefining Wealth Live. So let me take you back. When I first 
felt the nudge to do a live event. We were in the midst of the pandemic. I knew I wanted to do something to bring Purpose Chasers together from all over the world. And I knew that I just wanted to create a not just safe space, but a very aligned space where not like-minded, but like-hearted people could come together. And I'm so glad, though, that I didn't feel released to do this in 2021. In 2022, as I finalized my divorce, was definitely not the time. But I felt released in this year to do it. I knew that 2023 was definitely the time because in my own life, I was feeling this stirring that I was meant for more, that there was just more that I was supposed to do. You know, I did an episode early 2022 called Dream a New Dream. And the conversations that I've had with people since releasing that episode really showed me that so many of us have this nudge, this inkling that we are meant for more, but we are so afraid to dream again. We are afraid of what comes on the other side of a pivot, of a transition, of anything that is just change, because a lot of times the things that we're doing are the things that we prayed for. And so we sit in this space of, well, I should just be grateful because I already got the thing. I already got the degree or the certification. I got the job title that I wanted. I have the office that I wanted. I'm driving the car that I always wanted. I have the family that I always wanted. So I should just be grateful. And then you have other people who say, look at your life. What do you have to complain about? What could you feel restless about? You have everything or you have so many of the things, what could you possibly desire? What could you possibly be thinking that you want or need? And so many of us who know we are meant for more feel guilty for honoring that. We feel guilty for giving voice to that. We feel guilty for even thinking of that. But I'm here today to tell you that just because you try to push it away, dismiss it, diminish it, It doesn't go away. It's like a beach ball that you keep pushing down under the water. It never just disappears. It never just sinks to the bottom. It will always come back up to the surface. This is what that feeling is. This is what you may be experiencing. And this is why you just can't turn away from it any longer. Because I've been talking to you about how exhausted your soul is from you doing that. From you not authentically Stepping in to what your soul is asking of you and your soul is only asking because it's connected to your purpose and your calling and your destiny. And so I want to put language to what it feels like and I want to affirm and validate some of your experiences right now and what you might be feeling because oftentimes we're not in spaces where it is affirmed or validated. Many times we're in spaces with people who mean well, but they think that we should just be fine with where we are. We should just be content with what we have. We should just be grateful because there are so many other people who don't have it. But you know when you're being called to more. And I want to give more language to that today. So here's the first sign. Number one, (laughs) here's how you know you are meant for more in this season. There's an undeniable calling. There's an undeniable calling, meaning you're constantly feeling the nudge, a little whisper, this little gentle tug at your soul that's saying, you don't want this. You don't like this. Go over there. 
Like it's a constant whispering. Your time here is up. This season has come to an end. It's time for you to go do this thing or do that thing. It's time for you to write the book. It's time for you to start the podcast. It's time for you to enter the relationship or to leave the relationship. It's time for you to move cross country. It's time for you to leave this country. I don't know what your soul is saying, but you do. And that call is so undeniable. And you know what it's like to be up at night, tossing and turning. You know what it's like to be at a desk in an office that you prayed for and now you can't stand. You know what it's like to continue to do things because you've always done them, but they no longer fulfill you. You know what it's like to feel drawn towards a particular cause or passion or group of people, and you are currently so far removed from that, that it just brings you so much sadness and pain and discomfort, but you keep pushing it to the side and thinking it's just going to go away. And I believe that whenever we feel that, it's God's way of telling you that you are meant for more, that there is more for you, that there is more left for you to do. And I don't care if you are listening to this and you are 50, 60, 70 years old. I don't care if you're 40 years old, because there's some of us who think, you know, after you turn 40, things go downhill. But I don't know. I'm 42. I don't know if you've seen what 40 year olds look like these days. OK, there is so much life left in you. There is so much more for you to do. And you haven't seen your best days yet. As long as you still have breath in your body, I believe there's always more for you to do. But. That undeniable calling that keeps giving you that little nudge, that push. You have people who are calling you, asking for things, uh, requesting things of you. People are having different conversations with you, different level conversations with you. This is all an indication, and it should be undeniable to you at this point, that you are being called into a new level, a new dimension, a new season, a new region. You are being called to more. So that's one way that you know there's this undeniable call. And if you really listen to your life, if you're honest and you are really looking at the clues and piecing together these breadcrumbs and these God winks, then you will see that you have been called (laughs) to do something maybe completely different, drastically different than what you are doing today or what you've always been known for. But You're being called. And the question is, will you answer the call? Right. So that's the first sign. I would say the second sign is frustration with the familiar. Ooh, this is such a good one. Whenever I find myself to be restless or unsatisfied with what is status quo or just what I've always been doing, I have come into the practice of saying, what has this frustration come to teach me? Because I believe frustration is an invitation to take inventory of your life and do something different. Say that again. Frustration is an invitation to take inventory of your life and do something different. This is why we talk about the soul awareness piece, right? Because taking inventory is self-awareness, but do something different, soul awareness, right? That's an opportunity for you to take what is being shared with you because usually the awakening comes because of a frustration, Because we are very rarely proactive. Most of us are reactive. That's just who we are as humans. And so when you're being frustrated by an environment, by 
uh, process, by people, by a thought pattern that keeps coming up. It's an invitation for you to do something different. So don't fear this type of discontent, right? Don't try to run away from the discomfort. I actually want to encourage you to run to it. And if you're not comfortable running to it, just jog to it, walk to it, crawl to it if you have to, but move in that direction because the more that is before you requires you to step out of your comfort zone. It requires you to get more comfortable with the unfamiliar than you are with the familiar, right? You want to get more comfortable with the unfamiliar so that you can learn new ways of being, be exposed to new people, be introduced to new ideas and new thoughts and new beliefs. And this is all a part of when you take that inventory, how you get to move forward. To take the inventory and apply knowledge and information and wisdom that might be outdated. It might be archaic. It might be the thing that preserved you last decade, but it's not going to serve you in this decade, right? So the frustration is an invitation to take a look at your life and see what's working and what's not, but it is always going to lead you down to the path to more. So allow yourself to do that and stop running from it. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt that deep yearning inside? It's like a whisper in your soul telling you that there is more to how you are living today. There's more than just climbing the corporate ladder and being content. There's more than how we've been taught to pursue wealth and financial success. There's more than just the good title and the house and the cars. There's more. I believe that there's a world of infinite possibilities waiting for you. And I want to invite you to join me in Atlanta, Georgia from October 6th through 8th for Redefining Wealth Live, where our theme is meant for more. This three-day experience is intended to help you get off autopilot, discover your deepest desires, and authentically manifest your dreams. I'm talking about transformational teachings, transformational connections, and transformational experiences that will help you create greater harmony, peace, and joy as you pursue professional pursuits, but do it with your desires in mind. This inaugural event is themed meant for more because I truly believe that you were born on purpose, with purpose, for purpose. Do not let fear or doubt hold you back from getting in this room, even if you have to come alone. Secure your seat at Redefining Wealth Live by visiting RedefiningWealthLive.com. That's RedefiningWealthLive.com. You, Purpose Chaser, are meant for more. And I can't wait to guide you on this remarkable journey of true internal and external transformation. I'll see you in Atlanta. The third way that you know you are meant for more is the Boulder Effect. It is experiencing the Boulder Effect. So I did a podcast episode about this years ago. And in short, I definitely (laughs) have experienced the Boulder effect many times. So the story that comes to mind is 2016. I remember being on the Dr. Oz show and I had one of those still small moments. It was that nudge, right? That undeniable calling where we were doing a visual And Dr. Oz's producers were talking about saving on groceries. And they said, well, move this felt piece of broccoli or apple or something from this board to this board. And I had this thought, like, I don't believe that this is what people really should be focusing on. I don't really see this as the truth about wealth. And 
that still small voice reminded me of when I was on the bathroom floor, March 9th, 2009, crying and bawling and snotting and saying, God, why me? Because I had lost everything in the recession. I went from a seven-figure business to literally scraping up change to feed my daughter, who is now 16 years old. But I will never forget the day that I was looking in the mirror, feeling just so defeated. I had just chased the power man down earlier that day, begging him with my baby on my hip to turn the lights back on or her milk would spoil and I didn't have money for more milk. And when I was on my knees on the bathroom floor in fetal position saying, God, why me? I will never forget when that still small voice said, get your Bible. And that's when I landed on Proverbs seventeen sixteen, And it said, what good is money in the hands of a fool if they have no desire to seek wisdom? This is why my name on social media to this day is Seek Wisdom PCW. It's how I sign off every email, Seek Wisdom PCW, because that day changed my life. And that nudge, that still small voice that told me to get my Bible, I had read that verse before, I'm pretty sure, because I used to read Proverbs all the time. But what it did for me in that moment was literally life-changing. I don't know if I would be here and be this version of myself had I not taken action after getting off that bathroom floor where I was introduced to that scripture. And I felt that same still small voice when I was on the set in New York of the Dr. Oz show. And it said, when you're on the bathroom floor, you said you would go everywhere and tell people. You would tell people what you learned. And what I was learning was not about moving broccoli from one board to the other. While I was very grateful for the experience of being on the Dr. Oz show and all the talk shows that I've been on, I knew that that's not what I was actually called to do in that season and the season I was moving into. But I heard it and I was like, ah, you know, a little disobedience. You know, we love a little disobedience. You know, I know I can't be the only one where that nudge comes, the pebble comes and you don't quite get it yet because the pebble is so small, it seems inconsequential. Well, I felt like I needed to shift my message and start to do something different. But did I do it right then and there? No, I did not because I was disobedient. What did I do? I waited for the rock. Well, the rock came and the rock was me getting a notice at my P.O. box at the time I lived in L.A. and uh, went into my P.O. box after my little Starbucks run like any other day. And I have this notice that says I need to stop using my brand name at the time, which was Real Money Answers. And there was another brand um, who was much bigger than me who wanted to basically uh, make me abandon my trademark. And so there was a lot of back and forth with my attorney. And she finally came to the point. She's like, is there anything else you could talk about? Like, do you want to do anything else? Because they have a lot of money and this is going to become very costly for you. So that was the rock. I was like, okay, all right, I'll think about it. Let me figure it out. Well, shortly thereafter, the boulder came. And the boulder was waking up one day to people sending me messages saying, hey, your site is down. And I'm thinking someone hacked my site and maybe forwarded it to some unsavory type of website or some type of spam thing. But surely it can't be that bad. It was that bad. I spent hours on the phone with my hosting company. And the young man that was helping me said, ma'am, you seem like a very nice person. This is one of the worst hacks I have ever seen in all the years that I've been here. 
Not only did they delete all of the things that I was teaching, like my actual files and programs from the back end of my site, they changed the language on everything to multiple languages. They deleted all types of files and it literally just left me with a shell of a site. So even after a day or two of just working on the recovery of the site, there was literally nothing. I have a confession to make. My relationship with looking good is so complicated. I don't know if you're anything like me, but I like high quality clothes. I just don't like going shopping and I definitely don't always want to pay high quality prices, if you know what I'm saying. Plus, I don't always want to wear the same stuff over and over again. So I was super excited when I found out about the clothing rental membership armoire because they are making getting dressed stylish, but super easy. When I signed up, I took a five minute style quiz and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my lifestyle. I'm filming in a few weeks and I literally just got the cutest blazers delivered to my door in as little as two days. And when I'm ready for new clothes, I can just swap them out for more new to me styles. So whether you're planning your outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for some black tie event, you will be the best dressed person in the room and you won't have to feel bad for only wearing something once. Now, what I also love is that Armoire is woman-founded and women-led. They even spotlight women-owned designers on their website. So I know I'm wearing brands that are aligned with my values. I love that I can support a business that's built by women like me. If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, you might want to try Armoire. I promise you will never be without the perfect outfit for any occasion ever again. And right now, Redefining Wealth listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash wealth. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash wealth to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And I would say that's the boulder because all of the programs I was teaching for Real Money Answers, all of the work that I was doing, all of my blog posts were gone overnight. I think that I could have launched Redefining Wealth had I just adhered to the pebble. But because of disobedience, I landed on the not just the rock, but then the boulder landed on me. And it was so costly. It was so stressful. It was just not what I would desire for myself or for anyone else. And I share this story with you because sometimes when we experience these types of bolder effects, we look at it as well as me, that all of life's obstacles and challenges are trying to weigh you down and bring you down. And we don't even really acknowledge the fact that we were getting the nudges and seeing the signs all along. We just go into the woe is me. But what if that is your invitation to more? What if experiencing a bolder effect actually is designed to maybe put a demand on your creativity because there is actually more that you are supposed to be doing in the world? I always say that we have the power to choose any story that we decide. Why would we choose one that's disempowering? 
I choose empowering stories because I choose to believe that nothing is happening to me. It's happening for me. And even with the bolder effect, as costly as it was and as stressful as it was and just not what I desire to do without it, I don't know if redefining wealth would be here. I don't know if it would have manifested into the six pillars the way that it did. I don't know if it would have turned into me writing redefine wealth for yourself. I don't know if that would have still led to me being on the Opportunity Knock show on PBS. I don't know if it would have led to me being on all of the stages and having all of the opportunities that I've had thus far. A podcast with 16, almost 17 million downloads with purpose chasers from all over the world. I knew that I was being called to more. I knew it. I had the call. You know, I had some of the restlessness. There was frustration with some of the familiar, but it wasn't until the bolder effect forced me to go do something different. Did I sit down and really listen to my soul and allow probably one of the best things to date to happen to me? I love redefining wealth. I love this podcast. I love the community that it has attracted. I love the opportunities that I get to experience because of the community it's attracted, because of the work that I get to do. It is one of the most purposeful and fulfilling things I have ever done in my life. It is a hundred times better to me than even Real Money Answers. And I'm very proud of that early iteration of who I was in the marketplace, but I'm even prouder of the evolution of my purpose and how I get to experience myself outside of America's Money Maven. But I am just Patrice Washington. I don't feel led to have the moniker anymore. I believe that I have the capacity and the ability and the expertise to talk to you about personal development and spiritual growth and practical financial wisdom. And there's no box that I have to be in to do that. And I say that that is so important because I was meant for more and didn't even realize how all of the signs were really there to lead me to more. But I was operating from fear and resistance and complacency and going along with this is what I've done. This is what people know me for. And this is what works. And I should be grateful because all of this has taken me off that bathroom floor and my gifts had put me in spaces with great people that I had watched on television for years, people that I had seen on stages and now they were becoming my peers. So what could I possibly want more of? Why would I desire to do something different? It's not always about what we necessarily think we want. I believe that it's about the destiny that's on our lives. I believe it's about the anointing that's on our lives. And I believe it's about the call that's on our lives. And I don't think that that's a res like there's any respecter of person there. Like, I don't believe that that's reserved for a few. I think that the more we continue to do this work in personal development and spiritual growth, we see that this has always been before us. It was just us not stepping into it, not embracing it, not holding on to it, not holding conviction for it, not claiming it, not speaking life into it. It's not that it's not there. It's not that the more is not available to us. It's that do we believe that we can have the more? Do we believe that the desires of our heart are valid? Do we give ourselves permission to fully embrace that? 
do we give ourselves permission to define what more looks like in this season for us? And I understand because in the bonus calls that I've been having with the purpose chasers who have already secured their tickets for redefining wealth live. One of the things that came up recently is that when you start to define more, you also get to accept that that may require delusional faith. It may feel illogical. It may feel crazy. And I get it. Had you told me in 2016 when my site went down and all those things were happening that a short period of time later, launching the podcast in 2017 and six years later, having 16 million downloads on a podcast I didn't even know I wanted. How I even ended up starting a podcast is a whole nother story. We'll make sure to do an episode on that. But I didn't even have an idea. I knew I wanted more impact. I never knew where it would come from, how it would look, how it would manifest. But this is not really about knowing all of the things and having all of the steps down. This is about accepting and embracing that you are meant for more. And that if you felt restless, if you keep feeling these nudges, that undeniable call, if you're frustrated with the familiar, and if you're experiencing a pebble, a rock, or a boulder at this point in your life, then it's something for you to look at. It's an invitation for you to take inventory and for you to use whatever spiritual practice you have to inquire of yourself and of the God or your concept of God, whatever you serve, what is more for me in this season? What does that look like? And don't police it. It doesn't have to be super spiritual. More can look like the house that you desire, the car that you desire. Just because we say chase purpose, not money, that doesn't mean that we no longer are into material things. Whatever your heart desires, what is more for you? I would love for you to take some time to consider that. It's definitely a part of what we're going to be unpacking at Redefining Wealth Live, October 6th through 8th. I definitely, highly suggest that you get to Atlanta October 6th through 8th and join us. This is going to be a three-day transformational event. This is not a huge conference with thousands of people and a lot of speakers pitching and selling you things. This is me guiding you through interventions and exercises, pairing you up with people so that you can do the deep work in the room. For three days, I'm going to support you through awakening, redefining, and actualizing whatever meant for more means to you. Because before we can really redefine anything, we have to look for the roots of what is not serving you in this season and deal with those. When we pluck those up, we can plant something new. And what you define and redefine for yourself, it's still only going to be I don't not just a just a smidge of what I believe is actually there for you. But I do always say that you have to give God something to bless and redefining wealth live could be the next best step because what is going to happen in that room, if it's anything like what's been happening on our bonus calls, which you still have time to jump in on a bonus call. But if it's anything like what's been happening on the bonus calls, I expect nothing less than miracles. It's going to be complete magic. I know that to be true that is my desire, but the downloads and all of the, the things that I'm getting to really illustrate different things for you, they're going to be powerful and I don't want you to miss it. So I do hope you'll join us for the inaugural 
Redefining Wealth Live. To get your ticket or to find out more information about it, please go to RedefiningWealthLive.com. That's RedefiningWealthLive.com. Check out our options, the bonuses, all of the things, because I would love to serve you and help you discover what your more looks like and create a game plan to go out there and get it. Until next time, I want you to live your life's purpose, find fulfillment, and earn more without ever chasing money. I'll talk to you later. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.